Exodus 15, 2 says, The Lord is my strength and my song. This is Lonnie Moore sharing with you today, His story is my song. Every song has a story, and every song should share His blessed story. Recently, I did the funeral service of a middle-aged woman who had died as the result of years of alcohol abuse. Many times I had questioned her concerning her soul's condition, but always, without hesitation, she professed a firm faith in Christ for salvation. She was unshakable. Shortly before she died, she messaged her children with a most beautiful testimony of her salvation and love of her Savior, Jesus Christ. She read from Isaiah chapter 12 and verses 1, which said, And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall you say, Praise the Lord. Call upon his name. Declare his doings among the people. Make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord. For he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. She shared this with her children and asked them to share them as well with her, their children. And she gave the wonderful testimony that that was her salvation. I shared how her testimony at the funeral service. I played it in her own voice, and it was a comfort to her family and many who questioned the salvation of an alcoholic. Her body had been destroyed, and her once beautiful face had become unrecognizable. I shared how the amazing grace of God cleanses from all sins and pardons all sinners who trust in His precious blood. I also read a list of abominable sins that God says in Proverbs 6, 16 through 19 were abominations to him. It says, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, and heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. And I noted that alcohol abuse was not in the list that God gave of the most abominable sins to God. In fact, many of these sins, they're acceptable to man, but they're not to God. The story of the, perhaps the greatest invitation hymn ever written is the story of a very self-righteous woman who was an invalid. The time was the early 1800s, and the invalid 
was Charlotte Elliott. Her father was a godly man and often entertained clergy in his home. In May 1822, her father's guest was Dr. Caesar, Caesar Malin. Charlotte was in a miserable state of mind, feeling helpless to do anything of worth to merit God's favor. Dr. Milan, and uh, he asked Charlotte of her soul's condition. She was in poor health and often harassed with severe pain, which tended to make her irritable. She resented the question thus pointedly put, and answered that religion was a matter she did not wish to discuss. Dr. Milan replied in his usual kind manner that he would not pursue a subject that displeased her, but would pray that she might give her heart to Christ and employ in her service the talents with which he had gifted her. It seems that the Holy Spirit used uh, her abrupt and almost rude conduct towards God's servant to show her her depths of pride and alienation from God, which was in her heart. After several days of spiritual misery, she apologized for her unbecoming conduct and confessed that his question had troubled her greatly. I am miserable, she said. I want to be saved. I want to come to Jesus, but I don't know how. Why not come just as you are, answered Milan. You have only to come to him just as you are. Dr. Milan knew that she had been relying on her own efforts for her salvation from sin and so replied, just come as you are. Cut the cable. It will take too, unlo uh, too long to unloose it. It's a small loss anyway. Twelve years later, in 1834, Charlotte was unable to help in a fundraising effort in which her brother was involved. Her thoughts were of her useless, invalid condition, but it, her thoughts turned to, the, to God's grace and while she meditated on John 6, 37, all that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. She thought of how God saved her and keeps her, and these thoughts inspired her to write a poem about the gospel of pardon, peace, and heaven, just as I am, without one plea. Regardless if you're an alcoholic, drug addict, or proud, self-righteous person, just come to Jesus as you are. Thousands of people has come to Christ under conviction while this hymn was being sung. Sing it with me. And if you know not the Savior, then come just as I am. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidest.
been Lonnie Moore with his story is my song. Praising my Savior. 